Hello and welcome to Franchise Sports Talk Baseball uh, with me, Joe, and Sam, as Hello. always. Hello. Um, so the season, the off-season, baseball off-season has finally like kicked into action again. Well, we did our last podcast when there was a, the big Darvish and Snell moves for the Padres, and now we've had another big trade um, with Lindor going to the Mets. So as promised, we're back to talk about it. Um, yeah, it's all it's all started to move a bit, hasn't it? Yeah, and, there's uh, stuff actually shifting around. Uh, the, the Lindor one being the biggest thing, uh, and Hendricks has signed a few hours before recording this. Yeah, and this well, it looks like there might be other trades on the way. But anyway, yeah, to start with the Lindor trade was I mean seemed like a very small haul that uh, um, Cleveland got yeah there's kind of a couple of factors at play with that I think I think it's partly the rental market even for like superstars like Lindor is just rubbish now the return people have got on rentals in the last few years people realised it's not good value Yeah, one year um, and there was also the Carrasco element, and that when a team like Cleveland makes it quite publicly clear they don't want to pay a big payroll. In fact, I think their payroll is about ten quid now, roughly. Yeah. Um, when they say that, I don't know how you negotiate for better prospects, really. And they got, to be fair, Ahmed Rosario is a fine shortstop, um, and he there's some sort of belief that he can become a better hitter and Jimenez has got upside but the Mets yeah. assuming they keep Lindor don't need young shortstops they've got the best arguably the best in the game yeah um, so from New York's point of view it's like just an absolute dream deal I think just an absolute yeah. blockbuster they, they didn't have to give up their top prospects yeah they um, gave up two, there was two other prospects but I mean, most of the reports I've seen, it just says two other prospects. So, I, I, to be honest, I'm not even sure who the other two prospects are, which probably tells you. I wrote enough. about it at the time, and I can't remember their names. Um, I think there was, it was like, was what I think one of them was like a teenager, wasn't it? One of these, like, teenage international prospects, maybe? Yeah, I think That's so. Usually, those usually the kind of players that get thrown to those deals. It's like, I don't know, maybe in like, Six years' time, he's going to be the next Ronald Acuna or something. But also, a lot of them don't. It's it's a weird one though that as well, isn't it? Because it, like the Shields and Tatis trade is where it's like that's embarrassing. You traded Fernando Tatis, but it's like not really because when we traded him, he was so far away from who he is now. Yeah, we we didn't trade we didn't trade him knowing he would become this for James Shields. That would be ridiculous. And the same with this is, is if. If one of those like really young guys they've dealt becomes a superstar, I mean, are they going to become better than Francisco Lindor? Almost Probably certainly not. not. Like, yeah. The, the the real thing was the Carrasco part of the trade. Um, like we saw with Darvish, where the return seemed a bit shrug. I think the return here is partly a bit of a shrug because they managed to ditch so much salary in the deal, and Carrasco's got more money coming up. Um, yeah. It's not just this year. Uh, 
and Jimenez is actually quite an exciting sort of prospect. It's just from the Mets' point of view, it's like, well, we only had to give up a player who was now blocked by an yeah. all-star anyway. Yeah, yeah, the Mets... And Rosario, who was going to be on the bench. Yeah, they've really not lost anything compared to what they've got back. And the, the fact they've got Carrasco as well, I mean, it's... It's basically... It's, it's, uh, for the uh, the new owner, it's like sort of move that like puts them you know in everyone's minds I think the way I described it when I when I wrote an article on the day of the trade was it's a big market power move this is the sort of trade that well like the Yankees when they just like we're going to have Giancarlo Stanton and we're going to have him because we're rich and we can and it was like with this is getting both of those players the Carrasco thing is just like the yeah salary doesn't mean anything to us there's so many MLB owners and front officers, perhaps, um, who just like that sort of contract for an old starter. And with more committed money, they would just, oh, God, we can't have that. We'll take Lindor. We'll give away more yeah. prospects so we don't have the salary. And they just took him. And now they got, they've got DeGrom, Stroman, Carrasco, and Syndergaard when he's healthy. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they... You've, you didn't really think they needed more starting pitching, to be honest, but they've got it anyway. I thought they needed depth. I thought yeah. they needed a bit of depth while Syndergaard's hurt, but like they get Carrasco as that's... Two, that's 2.9 RA last year, by the way. That's a four-man rotation going into the playoffs um, with that offense, which now is Francisco Lindor. That is a serious team. Yeah, and I yeah expect them to maybe sign another free agent as well, to be honest. I don't think they're done yet. Maybe George Springer. And then and then they are they are like in that upper echelon then, aren't they? They're like one of the favourites. It's probably between it well the well, everyone's saying the Padres now on up there with the Dodgers, but I think the Mets would then be up there with those two in terms of National League favourites. In fact the National League I mean the, I, we shouldn't forget about the Braves. The Braves are seriously good as well. Um the National League is suddenly looking a little bit like the American League did a couple of years ago. The American League yeah. was just the Red Sox, Yankees, and Astros, and then like the rest of the team sort of didn't matter. And the Indi- the Indians were just winning the Central, I guess. Yeah, and now it's possible we're just going to have like all of the NL Central. I think we'll come on to the Reds just burning everything down, and the Cubs also deciding we don't claiming they don't have any money left or whatever. Um, and then you've got the Phillies playing a similar game. And it's like the Padres, Dodgers, Mets, Braves. And then like no one else really looks that close to them on paper. And I mean, no. it's not we're a long way from spring training yet. This is this is not really the time to be crowning any champions or anything, but like the, those rosters just look way ahead of everyone else. Yeah, and and like you say, the a lot of those are basically making noise in the media that they're not going to be doing much or anything significant at least there's going to change that the other teams I mean that aren't anywhere near yeah they're more likely to take a step back than try and go go yeah. big and it's, it's why um, it's why the trade market is is so good for teams that are willing to take on salary at the moment it's, it's a time to really take advantage if, if there's a most of these teams are getting rid of 
I mean, obviously Lindor's a star, but anyone who's on money, they're happy to listen to offers for them. And yeah. it's like, I said, well, because you want to get rid of the money, we don't have to give you big prospects for it either. No, the, uh, owners who want to compete, um, I mean, you, you look at teams, you would say the Cubs because they're a big market team, but they're actually one of them selling people off. You look at uh, ownership like the Giants, who've spent really big in the past. Um, they're a team that you would think maybe they should be considering a move here uh, because the Red Sox as well are even like they're not really being proactive. Well, they, the, they just traded Mickey Bats even before the pandemic. Yeah, of course. The and they're now even listening to offers for Benintendi, which again is a sell low. Um, so the, a lot of the traditional big spenders in MLB, Philadelphia, Chicago and Boston are not there. So any big contracts that are kind of on the market or even free agents now, where we're hearing a lot of the top free agents are asking for money that no one's even close to paying them. And like DJ LeMahieu and the Yankees have got a big disparity. That some of these kind of sleeping giant franchises, pardon the pun, um, yeah, they, they should they, be, I think, open yeah. to it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know if that's all it took to get Lindor and Carrasco. Maybe some other people should have tried. Some other teams. Well, exactly. It's the same thing when Snell went and when Darvish went. Is is no one? What? No one could beat that. And then it's well, no one wanted to beat that, which means no one wanted the money. And then it it suddenly looks very advantageous to teams that will expand. Um, so the Rangers, the Rangers, for instance, they are kind of they just traded Lance Lynn. They don't really have any players apart from Joey Gallo. It seems anymore. Um, yeah. a position where they're always linked to big, big, big investment in their roster. I wonder if they could just pop up with a couple of these deals, just like take a contract off someone. Well, the Rangers. Yeah, if if they just pop up because they they clearly were willing to spend. Yeah. they were well in on Rendon, for instance, last um, last yeah. season. They almost the one they like the well. Like teams seem to do before, they've happens less often now. Just spending for the sake of it, almost. Yeah. Like I don't. I feel like they're so far away. They shouldn't probably. Really? But then, if expanded playoffs as well. Oh yeah. Like, forget about that. They're not yeah. that far away. The Astros are weakened as well. Um, I don't know. It. I. I just like to think that some other ownership groups are looking at whether the trade market and probably the free agent market are at the moment and seeing it as a bit of an opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Um, talking about that, should we discuss, well, the some of the other potential big trades that might happen as it's like, we've had like a few already with the, the Snell, Darvish. Was well, it Cy Young winner, Cy Young runner-up and like best shortstop in the game have all been traded in the last three weeks? Yeah. And it seems like it's going to carry on. It's like the craziest like periods of trades in like MLB history, probably. Yeah. Um, where do you want to start? Um, I mean, Chris Bryant is the big one, isn't it? Yeah, just just a casual former MVP lying around. Yeah. Who <clears throat> maybe hasn't been as good 
has had injuries and stuff recent years, but like, you know, I mean, he's one of these he's, guys. He's though, still young, numbers... isn't he? He's not. He's still not old at all. And his numbers need to be read almost with like a filter yeah. on them of when he was healthy. Yeah. Because I think a, a, if you just glance at them, it looks like he's been really inconsistent. But then you also look at his injury history, and it's like, no, he was playing hurt then. Basically, when yeah. he's healthy, he's an elite hitter. Yeah. You can Still. play third and corner outfield. Yeah, and well, he's he's pretty decent defensive third baseman as well, I think. Yeah, he's got one year left. Um, so Yeah, it's another one where the team would want to be pretty confident they could extend him. Although, it, if the return is going to be because he's on he's on quite a lot of money as a former MVP and arbitration, and the Cubs yeah. are wanting to shed salary, you might even take a flyer on him for one year. If, yeah. If the return, the prospect return, if they're just wanting to get rid of the money, yeah, there might even be value in doing that. But who? So who do you think is like could do with him? Um. Who it's makes... a bit easy to just say the Mets, isn't it? Because that yeah. seems to be the answer to everything. I mean, yeah, that, but that is true, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the the Mets. I mean, if you have a Lindor and Lindor, Chris Bryant, left side of the yeah. infield. Peter Alonso I mean, at first base. Yeah, it's pretty outrageous. Um, I, I'm just sort of looking down all the teams and thinking about where it could happen. I mean, there's loads of teams you can make a case for. Oh, I've just had a thought, actually. Because, um, well, just before we're talking about well, Justin Turner, this is a little bit of a tangent now. Justin Turner is not signed yet. Yeah. As he wants a long contract. Everyone's just assuming he'd be going back to the Dodgers. I mean, what if the Dodgers took Chris Bryant? I mean, they're, they're obviously not scared of spending money. And you feel like they're, they're the team that would be able to get him to sign an extension. Like they were bets. I mean, there's the Giants fan part of me that doesn't even want to think about... They just like casually throw Chris Bryant into what they've already got. Yeah. It's just disgusting. I, I do feel like the Dodgers are going to make a move um, kind of in response to the Padres stuff. I think they're going to do something significant. Yeah. And that feels like it makes sense. Although, I mean, Justin Turner's obviously been around like with them for ages and is like a key part of the team and everything. But, but he wants four years. He wants four years and he's pretty old. You can't be a key enough part of the team to want four years when you're 36 years old. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I like the Dodgers. I think that's a nice shout. Because um, they're one of the few teams as well that you know are going to spend. Yeah. And then... It's really difficult, isn't it? I mean, I think I saw, I think I got this right around, that the Braves apparently want um, Austin Riley to be at third, so they're looking more at a left fielder. I think that's the way around it was. Yeah, that well, that makes more sense because he's a horrendous outfielder, isn't he? But then you could put Chris Bryan in left, I suppose. Yeah. He, he makes, he's a fit for them, again, because he's a veteran player one year, and they just love those, and they? they absolutely love yeah, a buying low on a one-year veteran hitter. They did it with Azuna and Donaldson in free agency, and both of them. Well, Azuna hasn't been paid yet, but he's expecting to get paid big time. He had a massive year. Um, it's, yeah, it's just one of those ways. NL East arms race as well. What they give up though? What? 
because um, the whole time they've basically been managing to build a contending team without having to give up many prospects. Um, and yeah, I don't really know. Although they are now at the point where enough of the prospects have sort of come through, where it's like if they're, you know, anyone who's left in the minors is sort of like, it's probably not too bad if they give them up. And there's barely room for them at this point. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't, I just don't know what the price is going to be. I just don't know yeah. what the price would be for him. I, I can't imagine it's going to be that high. No, I can't. See, yeah, because he's, because he, I mean, compared to Lindor, it's like he's got one year like Lindor did. But he's also not been the level of Lindor for the last few years at all. And like he's not, and there's injury concerns, yeah. Um, and it, just the Cubs are, are in the same situation as the Indians, so they seem to be just shedding money for the sake of shedding money. Um yeah, another like flyer team. I mean, they've got Brian Anderson at third, but he can also move around. Would be the Marlins. That that'd be interesting. Although I'm not sure if they wanted to get That's a bit funky. Sensible. I'm not sure yeah. it is either. But then, I think these rentals, like you said, if you're thinking of extending them, it's like a um, it's like pre-ordering, isn't it, on a free agent? Yeah, is what you're doing, and you're you're yeah. basically like paying extra money for. For early access, like yeah, you, like you're getting the new FIFA or something, yeah. Because I, I mean, you get to be first in the queue for the. Is also a test of how serious the Marlins are about where this ownership is going to spend when the time is right. Stuff if they're actually going to do that, is you trade for Chris Bryant, extend him, and then you've got your star. Yeah. Rather than having to wait to next off season because they were act- they were and... actually pretty good last year, and we've expanded playoffs again. It's like, and their players are there. Yeah, like I said, like that, that rotation is legitimately good. They are like already at the point where you know you add a couple of pieces and you could actually be good. Yeah, I mean, I'm just uh, I'm scanning down the list of third base production last year, and I I can't. The Mets are obviously there. That's kind of hard to ignore. Um, and it's just, yeah, it it, it feels like. The Mets is almost too obvious. There's been talk of the Nationals as well, but I think, yeah, I they've been very reluctant to trade their top prospects, haven't they? They've and I suspect they're going to give Carter Keyboom another go to sort of blossom yeah. as a major league player. Um, mean, yeah, but, he was a very he was a very highly rated prospect, wasn't he? So you imagine yeah. he's still got time. And then. Yeah, the other teams sort of the so few are competing or, or looking to compete is is a one year deal, and then which front offices are going to trade and extend, which makes sense I think for for teams who are on the upswing. Yeah. So teams coming out of a rebuild or hoping to come out of a rebuild is that you could see a trade and extend. We always like not we as in me and you, but I think generally the perception is with a rental like this. Or even a sign and a trade and extend is that it's going to be a contender. But if you're getting Chris Bryant for six years, you don't need to contend in 2021. No, you yeah, probably yeah. need to in 2022. But like, you, it's yeah. a way of picking up a, an elite player without having to fight for him in free agency. Yeah, exactly. I mean, on on um, 
along the same lines as that, isn't it? Eugenio Suarez is apparently available. Yeah, and he could Reds be another one of the teams that have given up. He's another buy low guy. I think he had a pretty difficult twenty twenty. Yeah, isn't he Reds. a guy that the Reds gave like loads of money to in the last couple of years at some point? Uh, I'm just going to check his contract. Yeah. I think they did give him a contract. Uh, it's not. It's not huge. Is it not? Uh, no, he's he's basically ten eleven ish every year until 2025. Because it's just long. It's a long deal. Um, which, if he has a 7.81 OPS like he did last season, not great. Yeah. If he has a 9.30 OPS like he did the year before, nice. He got MVP votes in 2018 and 2019. So yeah, I think so the key that's... with that is would someone trade for him on they think he's that guy rather than the short season yeah. guy which seems reasonable yeah there's also um, the thing is if he's on the trade market is the, they hit both him and Bryant being looking well look, looking to be traded and nobody wanted to take on more money so there's very limited like suitors could push down the um, the returns for both of them even more yeah to the point where they are basically they are just salary dumps. Yeah, the NL Central is going to be embarrassing potentially. I think this season. Yeah, it just like it does doesn't look like anyone's trying to get any better after four of them going for it last season. The Reds had one season of contending. Trevor Bauer won the Cy Young. They're going for agent, and then that was going up. Because there's they want there's been rumours for loads of their guys, hasn't there? Um, including Mustakis. Um, yeah, and I think some of their pitches. Yep. Um, so, any other who who else is there that's uh, potentially going to be traded from the teams well, that Wilson Contreras has been? Yeah, the Cubs. Out there, once which again. is a funny one actually for JT Real Muto's free agency, just like you said with Suarez oh, yeah. and Bryant. Um, yeah. And I, I actually uh, I wrote something on the Phillies a few weeks ago, sort of suggesting they should trade for Wilson Contreras. Because if they yeah. don't want... I mean, it's sort of doing the same thing again after the problem with the Real Muto trade. Yeah, but, it won't be anywhere near as much. In this yeah, market. and they've obviously got a hole at catcher now. And Contreras isn't really much worse a player than Real Muto. And he's going to be loads cheaper. If they don't want to spend, or they've got a very limited budget this off-season, don't give yeah. it all to JT Real Muto, because you feel you have yeah. to after the trade or whatever. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, I've really no idea where Real Muto ends up now. He basically he missed out on the Mets. He's basically... I'll do my, do my trademark search by wins above average on catcher last year. As basically, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I really, I really don't know. He just... feels like he's done the thing where he's asked for too much, and then all the seats have been taken. Well, they've not all been taken, but it's like there were not very many teams that might have paid him anyway. The Mets being like the obvious one, and now that's not going to happen. Yeah, and. He... 
you're right. Really find it quite hard to see. I mean, the Yank. I wonder about the Yankees actually. Yeah, because Gary Sanchez has really not been good, has he? Yeah. Um, and if, if if it's almost a he ends up at the Yankees because I'm not sure what else. Yeah, which is always a, a fair bet to be honest. Yeah. Just you know, someone's a lot of money. No one wants to pay it. All the Yankees might do. And they actually end up paying less than the lot of money that people yeah. thought it was going to be. On yeah. that wanting a lot of money note, yeah, Trevor Bauer demands supposedly the highest annual value, average annual value ever. Really? How much is that? What is the record? What is the... It's Trout, I think. Like it's like forty. Um. Oh, no, apparently it's. I've just done a quick search. Apparently it's the 36 million AAV for Garrett Cole. Yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? Although, oh no. I, so the, the little intro to the article said that, but Trout, I think, is maybe slightly higher. Anyway, basically he's going to want almost 40 million. Yeah. Which he's just not getting, is he? He's not getting anywhere near no, that. Anywhere. I mean, even normally. Right, without the pandemic, that seems that seems too much. Yeah, I I <clears> think <throat> Trevor Bauer is an interesting character to have in baseball. Um, but I also understand why some clubhouses may not want him involved because he is clearly difficult to get on with at times. And if that wasn't already a factor, it's definitely a factor if he wants forty million dollars a year. Yeah, he have, you, well, have you seen? Not do it. He's got a list of loads of other demands as well. Has he? I've have seen, you seen that. I, I, I think I just saw a minute ago of like he wants to be at like be able to pitch like every fourth day if he wants to, and you know have all his own like data analytics stuff and people and. Uh... He's doing. Um, he's taking, and it could. I wonder if it impacts MLB long term or everyone just sort of views him as this like quirky guy as he has been in the past but he's taking like an NBA approach isn't he like yeah. he's making it very public that he's traveling around and visiting places yeah. he's having fun with it on social media in a way that isn't as common in MLB as it is in NBA in the NBA um no he was also and that demands obviously that's yeah. very and player power al- also thing. along those lines he's also made a big point of like one of his the key things he wants is a team that's like looking to trying to win the World Series. Basically, he says he doesn't care about the mar- like the location or the market size, like size of the team. But like, he wants a team that's trying to compete and trying to win the World Series. How many is that at the moment? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we could try and go through them if you want. It's Dodgers, Padres, Mets, Braves, Yankees. Um. That's it. Yeah. That's it. The White Sox. The White Sox. Yeah. I think the White Sox have got to be there or thereabouts to him. Although I'm not sure how Tony La Russa and old school Tony La Russa and Trevor Bowers yeah. analytics stuff is going to work. I don't know about that. Or even just an old school manager and a guy who comes in and says, I'm in charge of it like Bowers trying to do. Yeah. I mean, in this, 
I think this this thing I read is like a whole thing. I don't know. It's like a statement from Ross Angel. It's talking about a lot about how he wants it to be a partnership and stuff. You know, as in like he's like that's very as big as the as the team. That's very NBA, isn't it? That's very yeah. NBA. I mean, that this comes. Uh, it's got from a very minor tangent. It comes after the Harden stuff, where you know, and yeah. the Kawhi and Paul George stuff about dictating practices and travel schedules and all that stuff. And obviously, yeah. star power in the NBA is huge. We haven't seen MLB players really take it on like that. No, um, he is fascinating. I think he's good for the sport. Sports yeah. need characters, and he is. He is different and challenges the status quo in ways that baseball could probably do with more players doing, to be honest. Yeah. The thing is, is that um, I feel like to start that trend, you have to basically be... You have to be the player, like, uh, so, so good. You know, like, better than everyone else, so... You mean LeBron James? Yeah, or in baseball, like, Mike Trout, I guess, where it's like, they, you know teams that have to sign you anyway whatever your yeah. demands are so they have to accept it and then that's where you can start that trend Whereas that's when you've know, got them over a barrel yeah I don't know if Trevor Brower really has the power for that to do that like the, the ability, like he's that good to do that I'm not he sure he was really really good last be. year in a short and, season but and can pitchers even be that good you only pitch every fifth game yeah, I, but, so. I mean he might not want to but like they're gonna say well yeah um yeah I don't know if he's and, uh, quite got the track record and stuff to be that guy that is like has teams over a barrel is like I know they, they don't have to sign him. It's not like signing him is going to push you over the top necessarily. I mean, it, it, some teams it will make a difference, but there's, also, there's just the, it's the nature of the sport. I mean, that's a yeah. whole different conversation. We could do a whole series of podcasts on that. But like one player, it's one of the issues of marketing baseball. One player cannot even Trout doesn't do that. He doesn't. It doesn't no. guarantee that you put Chuck Trout on the Phillies now next to Harper. Wow, that's a lot of headlines in the outfield. Yeah. And it's the stuff for legend and all this nonsense. But like that doesn't make you a World Series contender like it would if you just like went and, I don't know, if you put Steph Curry and Kevin Durant on the same team, for instance. Like It doesn't mean you're going to win. In fact, yeah. the Phillies might still not make the postseason if they did that with their current roster. No, absolutely not. Um, so yeah, I mean, about the White Sox. Anyway, should we um, talk about the the latest news, which is the biggest free agent signing actually, the off season that's just happened. Yes, with the uh, Liam it's Hendricks. It's huge. That it's a big, big contract for a reliever. Four years, is it? Like, it's it's a weird one. It's three. Oh yeah, um, with an option, but the buyout on the option is the same as the. The, like salary or something. Yeah, um, and he's he's thirty, he's thirty two next month. Yeah, that's the so it's into his thirty six. I mean, I guess it goes with their old school manager, but that is the kind of deal that I sort of thought teams didn't do anymore. We however saw good it, you are, however good you are now. Yeah, we saw it in uh, which year was it? Twenty sixteen off season. yeah. Or 2015. What, the Melanson, Janssen? yeah. When they were all in the free agent market. And then that was... That I mean, was 16, 17. There have been some season, other yeah. big um, free agent contracts since then, but they've generally Kimbrel been... Kimbrel like, got ice, not, though, didn't he? 
Kimbrel got eyes yeah. to sign mid-season. And there's been a few other then... examples of that, of like, when it's a guy that's really, like, you know, that is good and has had like a track record of being really good, but like, not getting those huge long-term deals anymore for relief pitchers because they're just so unreliable and I don't know. And when you're old though, like, so Hendricks' yeah. numbers are great. He's he struck out like nearly 40% of batters since the start of last season. He's thrown, I think, like the most high leverage innings of a reliever. Uh, he's got the best ERA of relief pitchers since the start of last season as well. Um, and there's this great story how he was DFA'd and then he became an all-star and he got Cy Young votes last season. All of this is brilliant. But the other thing of looking at it, like you said, is very limited track record in his 30s. Yeah. And actually, hasn't that Kimbrel contract that everyone didn't want to pay? I know this is less than the Kimbrel contract. Yeah. Kimbrel then has dropped off. Like, that's why people didn't pay him the contract. And yeah, I well, guess. And it's even Chapman and Janssen are not the pitchers they were when they signed the contract. Like, no. I don't know how this ages well for them. No, I guess the the argument for it is that he's like on the way up, even though he is old. It's like it was his career year last year. Whereas with Kimbrel, hadn't he was didn't he come up was coming off like a a slightly less good year? He was, yeah, yeah. But this still feels like so Hendricks yeah. is obviously the best reliever on the market, but it feels a bit like. We want a reliever. We're going to go buy the best one. Forget everything else. Yeah. Like you said about it being old school. And this White Sox team, when he's 35, are still going to be good. It's not like they need the best closer for next year. No. I mean, that would be nice. But they also need money for need years. starting pitches. I'd like them to. I mean, I think Bauer would be well, they, yeah, perfect they... on that roster, but not any other fit, perhaps. Yeah, um, because they've got a load of young starters, haven't they? That like really high upside guys that they've not they've not really had success so far. I mean, a lot of them basically at the point where it's like, yeah, they're not going to be that good. Some of them, yeah. Anyway, there's a, and there's at least uncertainty with most of them, isn't there? Yeah. Um, outside of Giolito, uh, they they need an ace. Yeah. They don't need. Although Josh Giolito sort of has been that. But, I mean, they, yeah, they could do with another one if they're really serious about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're sort of left on their own again, aren't they? With the Indians. Yeah, well, the Indians have given up now, so... Doing whatever the Indians are doing. It's, um, well, I guess the, tw- the Twins are still around. Are they going to be good? They've yeah. not given up, or they're not, and they're not making any big moves. But so they should be fine, but no better. I know probably be better than fine. They get to play against yeah. that division a lot, which is nice. Yeah, that's good for them. They might, they might push the White Sox. To be honest, for the the uh, division title. Yeah, because um, they have they have it, been very very good at the last. Over the last couple of years, and hitting millions. Nelson Cruz is a free agent now. Um, oh yeah. He he looks like a decent option to re-sign with them. I would have thought. Um, but he just yeah. just does it, doesn't he? He just does every single year. He's two hundred and fifty years old. But every year he just like hits yeah, home hits runs. Forty home runs every year. Yeah, even when there's a sixty game season, I'm pretty sure he still hit forty home runs somehow last year. Yeah. Just unbelievably consistent. But. Um, 
know, the life of a, a DH. Yeah. Talking about that, actually, maybe we let's um, the uh, and also linked to the Cubs earlier. The Schwarber, who was um, non tendered wasn't he, by the Cubs? He was in there. There, just a bit, of just save like a few, a few, few quid, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, signed with the Nationals for ten million, ten million dollars for one year. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. If they, I mean, I guess they're assuming they're going to have a DH to, for that. Yes. As we still not quite sure. Um, but if they Which don't, is, that's it interesting. It gets more ridiculous, doesn't it? That they don't yeah. know if they've got a DH. Yeah, next I mean, season. we're getting pretty close to spring training. I just, I can't get over this. It's like we don't know what rules we're playing by in the National League yet. I feel, I'd be, you'd be fuming if you're a front office, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, we've been ridiculously caught out one way or the other. I've, I've seen a few things about, actually with that one, some of the reporting was the Nationals are planning to use it mainly in left because they're planning for not having a DH. Which I guess you sort of have to do if you don't yeah. know, is you assume you don't have one, so you don't sign Nelson Cruz and then don't have anywhere yeah. to put him. Yeah. Um But that that will I think that would maybe push things along a little bit because um yeah, we'll go back to Strawberry and set, but like Azuna is another one and there's a couple of others lying around that um if you're a free agent you wanna see if all thirty teams have a spot for you basically, don't you? Yeah. We could see some dominoes fall once we find out about the DH, I suspect. Yeah. Do we know when that's going to be yet? No one seems to know anything about what's happening. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Just so well organised, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, It's pretty pretty spectacular. What did you think of the Schwarber signing? Um... I I mean, it's just... It's like he's going to hit home runs, probably. But also, if he's playing in left, it's quite a. Uh, I guess it's sort of hoping Robles makes up for it, but it's defensively, it feels like quite an unbalanced outfield. Well, so actually, why doesn't Soto usually play in left? Yes. Play? So Soto will go to right. Is the idea. Yeah, and he's. Um, I mean, he's okay, but he's not great defender either, is he? Oh, uh, actually, he's, he's a lot worse than okay. I was just double checking this because oh, I okay. thought he's he was terrible. a guy that struggled a bit. Oh, he's really bad. So, so there's going to be. So it's just going to be really bad corner outfielders, and then like an incredible centre fielder. Eleventh percentile out of average last season. That is not it. Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing I'm not sure about. I was sort of thinking, I mean, he's, he's a solid DH, I suppose. Um, but yeah, what, what about you? What do you think? Um, it's one of these moves that depends what else they do. Uh, we spoke about him as a trade destination for other sluggers. But that offense is, is basically Juan Soto and Trey Turner. So I think adding a guy like Schwarber is nice. Mm because it does help but on its own it's just like fine you're nowhere near as good as yeah are, you, are they trying to be well, third that... in the NL East is that what they're trying, they trying well, to that, we've expanded playoffs that is the yeah. sort of move that's like it makes more sense than before where it's like it's uh, the may, maybe that can it's push the them against it yeah it, it is Is that's the sort of thing that maybe that pushes them from being not a playoff team to being like a fringe playoff team and then, and then in, it... in October and 
and then they, they get they happen to have their starters healthy and they win it like they did last time. I don't know. I, I still don't like the look of that offense. I think it needs at least one more bat. Um, like a definite above average bat, you know, not. Yeah. Well, they, I, they remember they got Josh Bell. Yes, they did. Um, but he's a bit of a question mark as well, yeah. isn't he? Um, and Soto is so unbelievably good. I yeah. hope he doesn't end up in, in Mike Trout. I, I think that I don't, I don't know they've not got that much room that big because Key Booms wins. Going to be getting out bats, and they've got. I, I, wait, they have. They, don't they have another infield prospect, like super young infield prospect? Isn't it Lu- Luis Garcia? Yeah. Is it obligatory that every team has a top five prospect called Luis Garcia? Because it feels like I think that. So. Yeah. It does seem that way. That is one of the rules. Or, well, that's one of the things they've figured out. That's one yeah. of the rules they've put in, but they've not decided about DH yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I think we uh, we're we're out of time, pretty much. I mean, we're coming up to being out of time. Anyway, so um, we'll wrap up. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess we will. We'll go it's again happening. on the baseball front when more stuff happens, which looks like okay. it might happen soon. There could be stuff of some yeah. sort. But who knows what soon is when, when it comes to baseball baseball season recently it's like... we're not that far off preview time really um, it would be nice to know where some of the free agents are because we were just yeah. talking before we started recording weren't we went down the LV trade room as top 50 free yeah. agents and it's like two of the top 20 have signed so far yeah um, there is definitely still a lot more stuff to happen um, so I don't know maybe they, we might start it might be the it might be another month until anything does happen though but then it might be like we start doing a podcast every two days yeah because everyone signs yeah but anyway yeah until then um yeah keep up to keep up to date with all the LB stuff on the website there'll be more of it uh, as stuff happens I guess there'll be more more content hopefully yeah um goodbye Bye.